Hi, welcome to Musings with Monse, a podcast where I have meaningful conversations with all kinds of artists. Musicians, poets, photographers, and other creatives share their honest stories, touching on the duality of being creative, the pure joy of making art, but also the particular struggles that come with it. And honey, there's no way that I'll ever know oh, everything about you, but oh, how I love what I do. And honey, I love what I don't know, too. In this episode, I'm talking to Olivia and Pepita of Oh Pep. The duo recently released their album, I Wasn't Only Thinking About You, and I love it so much. They're from Melbourne, Australia, but we were able to catch up in person while they were on tour in the U.S. with our mutual friend, Gregory Allen Isakoff. A heads up on this, we were talking in the green room before the show that they played, and you'll faintly hear Gregory's sound check in the background of this episode. We cover a lot of ground in this conversation. They share the story of how they came together as a band and tell us about something other than music that they both want to do. We talk about the grounding nature of journaling and the beauty and romance of handwritten letters. They share their mutual and personal inspirations and influences. And Liv's response to this is just so beautiful, noting that it's more that there are moments that are really inspirational than people. She expands on those goosebump moments, and I won't give the whole thing away, but I just love what she says about this so much. I so enjoyed catching up with these two wonderful friends, and I know you're going to love getting to know them a bit. Enjoy! So what I wanted to do when starting this podcast was have some just real conversations about being a creative and, you know, what that really looks like and not just the glamorous parts, but, you know, what the difficulties are. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There are a lot of them, I know. <laughs> if you could both just tell me who you are, not just as an artist, but as a person. Well, I'm Peppy and I love playing music and I love songs and I love riding my bike. I really love drawing and I probably want to build a tiny house at some stage. Sorry, I know Liv wants to do that too. But actually... Stole your thunder. <laughs> it's fine. That's okay. We've already agreed on that we both want to do that. And that's okay. Um, and I love swimming in the ocean. There are a lot of parallels there because I also love music and I love songs. <laughs> And I love swimming in the ocean. <laughs> and I do want to build a small house, but it's not not a tiny one. Just a little a little one that has like just the right amount of space and nothing nothing extra. And also my name is Liv. I forgot <laughs> to say that. My name is Liv. Um, other things would be that I get a lot of kicks out of learning new things I was just thinking about this yesterday actually I was like oh I love learning stuff and that's probably the thing that I think has I I've identified with most in the past 48 hours that's great I just <laughs> it's funny you say that because I was just 
looking at a quote somewhere that really struck me. I, I think it was an Einstein quote. I could be totally wrong about that, but it was, you know, the quote was, I, I'm not good at anything except for being passionately curious. Oh, and I love, I mean, you're awesome. obviously good at a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean oh, to say that. Hang on a second. But I, it spoke to me, you know, it spoke to me. I thought like, yeah, yeah, that's like, I'm really passionately curious too. And that's, I mean, I think that's sort of being a creative. Yeah. i I just realized yesterday how much, like how much I love it. I was, I was found this book about, um, how to make all your own natural, like household products and stuff, which I I just love square things as well. I'm just going to put that out there. I like, (laughs) I like, I don't know, reading about kind of mundane stuff sometimes. I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And I don't know, I guess that's how I get, I don't know, a lot of inspiration for things. And that fuels songwriting in a lot of ways because I'm like asking a lot of questions about Mm. stuff, even like within myself or whatever. I actually um, have a book at home somewhere about how to make things natural in your household and beauty products and all that stuff. Well, I probably have that same book now. I I bought one yesterday. I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to come in handy. (laughs) But actually, I've always noticed that about you as well just like you're always researching something and like there's so many things that you're interested in that's a like a big inspiration when I'm like oh you know I've got too many things to do that I'd think of live and you've probably already started like you know three new hobbies in the past week maybe (laughs) in a good way not yeah I think whatever hobbies I'm picking up it's very kind of telling of where I'm at like what was yesterday was like first day of tour and I'm looking at how to make household products and reading a book on nesting. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't have these things right now cause I'm on the road. So maybe the idea of looking into that makes me feel grounded because it's something to look forward to when I go home. And I, and that's being grounded is more and more something I am that is crucial to my daily living and I think for a long time because we've toured so hard and you know we've been traveling or in a state of transition for like five years or something I don't know Mm, something like that yeah that of course I'm going to pick up a book on nesting or like be (laughs) drawing out my dream cabin or something like that. You know, it's like what I'm researching is often complementing where, where I'm at. You know, that's so interesting. I think I I can relate to that, you know, uh, you know, previous jobs traveled a lot and I crave that, you know, but the once I'm doing it for a while, all I want is just to be in one place for a bit. You know, I think we all, yeah having that life relate to that feeling so that makes sense (laughs) nodding yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um well let's step back a little bit and talk about just the your stories as far as your trajectory and how to um how you got to sit here right now so we're to to paint the picture we're sitting in the green room at great american music hall and we're actually listening to our friend gregory soundtrack right now and so and I know you're a fan of his and you're friends with him so I want to talk about sort of what got you to this moment where you're at right now so can you tell me a little bit about that story and how you came together well we met in high school uh and it was classical music high school and um well it was really um in the corridor one day and Liv was like rehearsing a song up and You'd heard that I played different kinds of music, which was quite rebellious perhaps in a classical music school to play, I don't know, 
uh, songs or something. And so you asked me if I'd play on the song with you and then I just insisted probably that we play together. She's very persistent, <laughs> Yes, actually. I can say I am persistent. Um, but yeah, it was quite interesting because it wasn't like a planned thing. Peppy just happened to walk past me at the right time and I was in – you know, with that frame of mind that I was like, oh, well, may as well ask and we could at least try it out. And since we did that first song and became friends, we didn't really know each other. We've we've been OPEP. So, yeah, it kind of just happened yeah. straight away. And that was it after yeah. that. That was it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we I think we um also were super determined the whole time to – to be playing music and maybe because we studied it in various different capacities beforehand we I think that you know somewhere in there we knew that's what we wanted to do anyway right yeah like, anyway totally for work and then we focused on actually making the band our work and didn't really stop at anything maybe it was like naivety at times, I think. I think it can confirm and, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and probably still is, you know. Uh, but that's really, like, what got us to this point, I think. Awesome. Yeah. You know, what are some of the, you know, kind of going back to um, difficulties that you guys have to encounter, you know, being artists and on the road and um, I imagine it's maybe different for both of you, just being different people. <laughs> so, you know, what are some of the things that you've struggled with and had to work through? Well, I think more and more as time goes on, I see the effects of touring on my body. Like whether I like it or not, even if I think I'm doing touring so well and I'm exercising as much as I can, I'm sleeping as much as I can, I'm like, you know, I'm not partying hard or anything like that. I'm having a good time. Like I'm doing all the things to make touring as sustainable as I can. It's still the kind of, the fact is every night you're on stage and your adrenaline's pumping and you're, you're crossing time zones and all this stuff. And for a long time, I'm like, ah, oh, I got this because I love it so much. Um, that you just think there's no I'm I'm happy on the road for the most part and whatnot but then you like go home and you just are exhausted and the come down is real and you know being under a lot of stress for a long amount of time for me I just like gain weight because like that's a thing that your body does it's not like um I'm not mindful of health or anything like that it's just I was just like wow the reality of this is Real. Sorry, that's not a great <laughs> sentence. But it's just it's, like there it's like circumstantial. It's not like your fault. You're doing everything you can. And it's just like how your body is designed to function. Do you think though, I mean, I think as women, we all of us deal with that fear of like gaining weight. And I don't know, as I've gotten older, I've sort of eased up about that, you know, and sort of felt like, you know, as long as I'm being healthy and treating my body well, like that's that's the most important thing. Have you, has that happened to you at all as you've kind of gone along or is not, not yet? <laughs> well, no, actually, weirdly enough, I feel like I've been like felt really good about my body for a really like a long time. And maybe I don't have like the body you see in a magazine historically. You're beautiful. Wanna, for I the am, record, yeah. for the record, <laughs> I am beautiful. <laughs> I don't feel like that every day, but for a long time I was like, oh no, I truly feel good about myself until recently 
which is, you know, kind of been a bit of a thing because I was just like, I'm doing everything I can and my metabolism is doing whatever it's going to do and stress is doing whatever it's going to do and like I just have to be extra mindful of it because not because I'm like, oh, I kind of accept that my body gains weight. It's more that like I there are so many diseases that come with that or there's so much stuff like you're inhibited by movement or like practical things. And also, like, I don't like, I really don't like buying clothes. (laughs) I just, I don't want to do that all the time, you know. So I think it's just a matter of being like, well, I think I've dealt with it pretty well, but I have to accept that these are my genetics and this is what's going on. So, yeah, that's kind of put it into a different place for me. Because I do, I love food and I'm never going to not love food. Don't ever give that up. I love eating. (laughs) But not in like a like I just love good food and I I don't I know. I think that we generally eat quite well like when we're yeah. when we're on the road when I mean when we have a choice. Right. And I right. think sometimes you don't have a choice and like I remember the first time that we toured here like I think we were just on such a budget and you know you know we we're living off like $15 a day each and we kind of still do. We still do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. No, I'm mean, guessing. Back we, in the day. Yeah. We kind of still do, but maybe we get more in our rider now or something. But like, I remember just being like, oh, well, I just have to eat like anything that will give me energy that's the cheapest possible thing. So, like, I'll just order a burger at like every place. And then I would wake up and have like, um, just feel like, feel like really acidic in my stomach and then I stopped eating meat after that tour and it kind of fixed itself but you know it I guess um you know sometimes you feel like you don't have a choice and that that's it that makes you more aware in the end because something's gonna something's gonna give and then but like yeah I guess what you know in terms of what Liv's saying it definitely affects everyone's bodies differently too like I remember I lost heaps of hair the first tour we did like just clumps like I would just you know grab at my hair and just you know I don't know a lot came out like it was and it was definitely like I think for that first tour here anyway you kind of were we were in denial about like the stress that we were going through basically because you know you want you want to do it and you're like whoa this is what you've worked for so yeah a lot um, of pressure yeah you put it on yourself right totally. Yeah, yeah totally and the other thing about on the food front is that I'm realizing more and more how much food affects your mood yes and like again it's just another reality right it's like you can't eat burgers for every meal or like have one meal a day in it it'd be a random burger from some random place because that's all you can afford and expect to feel really good you know and it's like hard we like seek out well I definitely go hardcore on like trying to find good food yeah but we do seek out supermarkets and stuff and then even within the supermarket you're like Oh, like let's where where are the vegetables? Right. <laughs> where are the vegetables that aren't wrapped in plastic? Like, yes, it's like a, it's a thing, and then you don't have any way to cook, right? I, I, I don't mean to sound like um, it's all kind of hopeless because it's not, but it just 
the, situ- the situation isn't set up where that is an easy thing to do. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's much but, easier just to grab a bar here and there and yeah, yeah when you're on the road. It's, yeah. You know, I'm going to um, recommend, I don't know if you've heard of this woman, um, Sarah Britton, and her website is called My New Roots. She's amazing. Um, and when I started really getting into eating healthy and very clean, um, I turned to her. I found her, stumbled upon her her blog at some some point. And it sort of changed my whole food life, you know, because she is really creative. She finds creative ways to make things taste delicious but also really good for you. And she has a lot of um, tips on, you know um, – snacks and things to take on the road yeah so right. check it out it's mynewroots.org i believe yes highly recommend it <laughs> yeah i want to transition a little bit to talk about a little bit about your influences and people that have been sort of idols to you or inspired you and maybe we can talk a little bit about that both musically but also personally if you have sort of like a mentor of sorts to talk about I've been thinking about this a lot because it comes up They're like, who are your influences? And I think there are people who, um, oh, well, what I was going to say is that I think that there are, it's more that there are moments that are really inspirational than people. Um, and some people create more of those moments. <laughs> so like I often reference people like um, John Prine or Lucinda Williams and I think it's because they've offered more of these aha moments that have fueled me ten times over. Um, yeah, and that's why I might pick those over other people but actually like, I mean, Gregory, there was one well before – we'd met or this tour was going to happen or maybe even I'm not sure what year it was but in his song Amsterdam it's one of my favorite songs of his it's incredible and there's a moment I think I time stamped it once and put it on Facebook it was there's this moment in the song um that is one of what is one of those moments and so like so he's provided that and then sometimes it, it might be reading a book or having a conversation with someone and we run these workshops at home um that are like co-writing workshops and for people who are like sometimes touring musicians come or maybe someone who hasn't even played a gig um and they'll have these incredible songs that they've made up that weekend when we've made the workshops. Really? That's and, amazing. Right. But like that is yet another moment that is like incredibly inspiring. So I think that that's kind of how I'm thinking about influences right now is yeah. it's more like, yeah, these little moments where I get like goosebumps yes. like I have right now just thinking about oh. thinking about it than being like this person this is person. my idol because I think yeah. that can be a really flawed system actually absolutely yeah. I agree wholeheartedly that's, yeah that's, thanks for putting it so beautifully that's oh it's totally the first true. time I've actually talked about it like that and I'm gonna stick to yeah. that yeah. <laughs> it's actually very true for me yeah I think like I don't want to speak on your behalf Liv but I think just like inspiration wise or um uh for us probably our parents in a lot of ways I don't know you think that like 150 yeah. percent yeah like because yeah I don't think there's any way that we could really do what we're doing without the support and like just wholehearted belief that they have had in us really like from the start 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny you should say that because I was journaling yesterday as one <laughs> does. <laughs> and, nice. and I was thinking about mum and dad because my my dad's a teacher and my mom is a nurse, so they don't work in you know creative fields but they are very creative people and I think they think about things creatively Mm. and they are just always on a buzz about something like they love they love life and they fully embrace it and I think actually that's probably the thing that I've like learned from them that meant that I could step into this uh, career as a musician and be like, oh, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's like I'm doing the thing <laughs> and, you know, with all the things that come with that. So, yeah, and I did attribute that to mom and pa. Yeah. Thanks. Definitely. If you get to listen to this, thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Are they totally. like buddies with each other, your parents? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I have this vision of that. <laughs> no, they, they totally – I mean, like they're very much their own people, but like they're still together and they like have – um adventures together but they also are independent and have their own interests so i think i mean though your parents oh, oh like, <laughs> sorry i was like no my parents are like yeah they're friends, they're friends. Okay. <laughs> i didn't sorry. phrase the question very well sorry yeah 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 they're, they're buds yeah yeah definitely oh, they're sorry. like our oh. you know number one fan club whenever we play in melbourne which is sometimes embarrassing but also beautiful. That's all, I you know. one time. We just have, I think we just had to uh, at a point had to stop acknowledging, acknowledging them wh- while we were on stage because <laughs> they had – I feel like they maybe had too much joy like when that, when that <laughs> happened and like yeah. they'd, you know, start talking from, you know – from the audience or something. <laughs> um, I remember the one Heckling time we had, a, we had a gig and our mums were – we had to leave to do another gig or something like that and our mums did the merch table, which I think they've only done this one time. Awesome. But I think because of that we sold like a ridiculous amount oh, of so merch. Much, yeah. Like, And I think it was this whole like – their moms are on the merch table. Let's go meet yeah. them. They're like sort of celebrities. They're <laughs> good sales tactic. Yeah, we should do that more often. Um, well, I wanted to ask you one question about you mentioned journaling. Mm. And so you're a songwriter um, and you journal. Do you like to write? Like in addition to writing music, do you just write for pleasure as well? Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that keeps me kind of grounded. And Really, I'd love to be someone who's like, I journal all the time, but I don't. Um, But I know I feel better when I do. And I also get a lot of kicks out of writing to letters to people, like not just like, hey, what's up kind of stuff, but like, hey, you know, in relation to your your relationship with them. And, um, you know, I, I think that's one beautiful thing about being on the road is this like kind of long hand communication you can have with people you're amazing where to write i've got to say oh. well, yeah. we, well actually yeah. do you remember when we started the band yeah, you went yeah. to germany and i was like great <laughs> when <laughs> i was like every day i was like yay i can't wait for my oh, message from live was like ca- you know a couple of pages yeah and- but i was thinking about God, I do a lot of thinking. That's one thing I do do. Um, <laughs> Me too. I'm going to wait. But I was thinking about how um, I guess great, grateful I feel that I, you know, write to people and tell them about where I'm at because I might not on the road because yeah. I might not actually 
do it in such detail or with such a tone or be as like if I was just writing to myself maybe I wouldn't be so gentle and I would be I would have a particular kind of internal probably turmoiled um scroll about something but if I'm like writing to someone it it gives it a really good perspective especially someone I've known for a long time because they've you know in the periphery or directly been involved in the journey of what I'm doing and me with them as well so I'm like oh it's really beautiful to you know write letters to people and also I think the act of actually writing handwriting Mm -hmm. is something right and (laughs) It's, um, I don't know, there's something about that that I almost feel is more vulnerable. And my, my ex-boyfriend from years ago was in Iraq for a year because oh, he was wow. a soldier. And, and we actually started sort of like dating through that. And we, we wrote, it happened, yeah, it was crazy. Like he, we knew each other from before. And I had sent him an email. So like, oh, I haven't talked to you in a while. How's it going? And he wrote back and said, I'm actually in Iraq. Just got here, be here for a year. I would love a letter or a picture or anything um, from you. And so I sent him a letter and a picture. And then from that day on, we wrote a letter to each other every day for a year. And it was, yeah, it was like a journal, but to a person. And it was so cool because, you know, it it was like a way of really getting to know each other in this really intimate way, you know, and, and um, it was beautiful. And and he, and he like, remember asking me, not asking me, he sent me, like a 15 page letter once like he was like it was very romantic he said like I'm you know have a dim flashlight you know <laughs> he was like in some uh, cave somewhere or something and wow. he said um and he just wrote me like all his favorite things of like like of every in every area and he asked me to send him the same thing back and and like you know I never would have thought to do that and I just it was cool that's that line out of that song traveling soldier by oh well I don't know if it's originally oh, yeah. by Dick, 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 Dick. yeah 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 I know that song yeah, yeah. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Um, that is really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So it just made me think of that when we're talking about that. And and I kind of, I need a new boyfriend, I guess, to do this with because I, ah! I, I haven't done that in a long time, that's, you know? Right. There's for, probably, for there's probably <laughs> some app specifically for this. Like, boys right. who like reading, uh, writing, writing. writing. <laughs> or girls yeah, or whatever. I think this is what, one of the reasons I like the idea of having a long-distance relationship. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, there's yeah, probably yeah. an app for that. Too. <laughs> People well, who specifically want long-distance relationships. Yeah, so they can write letters to each yeah. other. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well, enough about ex-boyfriends. Um, <laughs> I um, wanted to... Um, just ask you because I think this is kind of fun you know when people are listening or in to hear about sort of your favorite things that have illuminated you back you know in relation to what I was talking about my ex-boyfriend asking me all my favorite things um so I was going to ask you like what's your favorite you know whatever blank and you can just tell me and if you can't think of anything it's okay we can just move on (laughs) all right so how about your favorite song well can I have two favorites of course Probably Perfect Day, mm. Lou Reed, and um, No Need to Argue by the Cranberries. They're probably some of my favourites. Never. Yes. I would, I mean, it's not my favourite song, but it's definitely one of my favourite songs, Essence by Lucinda Williams. Ooh, yes. Yeah. I do love Tra- Travel and Soldier by the DC Chicks as well, so... <laughs> It's a great song. It is a great <laughs> song. Yeah, I love the Dixie Chicks. I used to listen to them for some reason a lot in college. 
Yeah. You know, I sang a lot of their songs. I went to Berkeley in Boston and and I was a vocalist. So mm-hmm. oh, I wow. remember. Yeah, sorry. I remember. Uh, so I remember. Not know yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. And so that's, I remember the Dixie Chicks like kind of got me into the whole singing some country, you know? I know. I, it was fun. Wow. I love them. I saw them play. We drove up. I grew up on Phillip Island. We got in the car, drove up to the city, <laughs> watched the Dixie Chicks play. So good. How about your favorite concert? moments not necessarily your own but like you know attending, attending one <laughs> yeah my favorite no my favorite concert recently was a massive standout was watching brandy carlisle at prospect park and like it was one of the free concert series things that they do and in park slope and i was like oh, i'll just stick my head in because i love some of her songs and and i think we had like some kind of photo shoot the next day that I was really nervous about so I was like I have to get I have to sleep must must sleep and um but anyway I couldn't leave the concert because it was so enthralling like I was she is so engaging and she's amazing yeah just so like it was a next level concert and uh, it fueled me for so long how about your favorite or a favorite book in the past week (laughs) my favorite book has been Murakami's what I talk about when I talk about running and in the past 12 months I've really gotten back into reading and because the flight from Australia is so long for the first time that I can ever remember I finished this book in one sitting I also had nowhere to go (laughs) nothing to do because I was on a plane um and it's quite short but it was I don't know he I really like his writing I know it's can be flawed at times but with some of his perspectives on stuff but I love the depth of you know he's so committed to what he's doing and he'd been running for so long and I'm like just getting into running now this whole stay fit on tour thing and it was really good so that's my in the past week or so I just remember like as a child being fascinated by anything related to like Rodal, like mm, anything yes. Rodal and still quite um, fascinated by him as a person seems quite like I've watched interviews and stuff and interesting but also like bizarre character. He's like one of those people that maybe like you know how you like don't meet your, don't meet like, you know. Your idols. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to meet him. But I love, like, anything that he's written, basically. And also Quentin Blake, who did all the illustrations for his books, I think is just, like, an incredible artist. And it's funny, like, for me, a lot of the time, I think I'm more drawn to the visual aspect of things. Speaking of that, I wanted to ask, which one of you was the one who did that beautiful drawing it was you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pro- <laughs> well, probably if we posted it. Yeah. It, but yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. It was, yeah, it was beautiful. And Thank you. I love how for both of you, you have such, you have such a um, array of talents besides just, the mu- not just the music because it's a lot, but you know, you know, it's you, your creativity comes out in different ways. I love that. Um, okay. Lastly, your favorite place. Or a favorite place. I think I've just have to say Melbourne because oh, not, it's nice. um I mean it's it really is home and uh feel like I feel like a Melbourne girl like 
go home and then I know exactly where I am. It's like I, I learned it without it, without maps or a GPS. Like that's I think when you, you know you know a place that well then kind of can't get rid of it. And it's a I mean, it's just like an incredible city, stuff going on all the time. I think it really like shaped us as a band, having grown up in Melbourne. Definitely wouldn't be the band that we are without yeah. that city. You realise that the more you travel, you're like, oh, my perspective is so Melbourne sometimes. You know, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. more and more you're like, oh, I think that because I grew up in that, in this place, you know. Totally. I can't wait to come. <laughs> yes. Oh, my so gosh. Great. I'll take you to all the cool places. I can't so many of them. Yay. <laughs> totally. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. This is so wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for so fun us. and you're just beautiful people. Well, thank you. Musings with Monse, artists and their honest stories, is audio produced by the amazing Aaron Mooring. And the beautiful theme music you hear is by Heather Maloney. <laughs> <laughs>